you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. Welcome to the Ultimate Men's Playbook. We're here in sunny Costa Rica where it's friggin' hot right now. We had a topic just recently about raising your standards, Matt, and uh, really popular episode amongst our viewers, our listeners. Uh, this time around, we're talking about um, standards in a different way, fitness standards. Yeah, so why fitness standards? Why, uh, why quantify your results when lifting weights or you know, lifting your body? Right. This is a good way to actually take a look at where you are with a standardized test and then seek improvement. Because ultimately, the name of the game is getting better, getting your body better in a few key areas. It's looks and it's performance. At the end of the day, everyone wants to have their highest lift. Everybody wants to look better. And there's no better way to actually move forward than tracking your status, your, your standard, your status. Yeah, exactly. So we uh, extrapolated a lot of information from various sources. This is decades of information, decades of results from um, military agencies, from university athletic bodies, from sports, pro sports leagues, amateur sports organizations, the NCAA, um, as well as some international organizations. Uh, we took this information, we made a nice chart out of it, we categorized it into elite, advanced, intermediate, as well as beginner, as well as a pro category. And uh, we came up with some nice numbers. Exactly. You know, what it comes down to is your chest, your back, your legs, and your front ab strength. So right. we made it as simple as possible. We standardized every single test and we made results out of it. So you want to tell them a little bit about what this test entails, what it is, and why it's so important moving forward. Right. Well, first off, we, uh, we talked about creating a test and uh, there were a lot of components that we could have had. We talked about perhaps doing a sprint we talked about doing a mile run, a two mile run. We had discussed maybe involving a bench press. I mean, you know, take a look at the NFL. They have the 225 pound bench press. See how many reps you can get. But that involves getting a spotter, not bouncing it off your chest. A lot of standards. Uh, we didn't want to go that route, nor did we want to do the run route, especially during COVID times. We wanted something that gave people a quick, accurate reading as to where they're at yeah you can do this shit in your basement you can do it oh, outside yeah. anywhere you fucking need to do it you i think the only thing you, yeah i think the only thing you really do need is um number one a person to help prop your feet properly for the sit-ups number yeah. two you need a chin-up bar and hopefully not a it's, shitty chin-up bar. a soccer net if you need to man at the bottom line is you can get it done <laughs> right right exactly so having said that uh we created this thing where you have the the upper body push movement we've got the upper body pull movement we've got the leg strength and obviously the core strength just keep it nice and simple uh, we decided that this test should take between 15 and 20 minutes it's a tough test bottom line i mean you get out there and you and you do it and you'll you'll see 20 minutes is tough to complete it it's a workout in its own um, you know the special thing about the simplicity and the challenge of this test is that there's nothing else on the market like this there's nothing else that can replicate what we're doing here yeah, very much so. And the other thing, too, is as you go through the chart, you take a look at the chart. I mean, it's just a chart. Having said that, you take a look at the way you're supposed to do the exercises. Uh, fact is this. I've seen you do push-ups. I know I can do these half shitty push-ups, half rep push-ups and label out more than 100. 
Man, uh, someone messaged me on Instagram the other day. Told me they did 150 push-ups in two minutes. Yeah, of course they did. And I'm like, of man, course. it's almost impossible <laughs> time-wise. Well, these standards, and this is what I heard. These standards are for pussies. Okay, so here's the deal. Why not try to get tested officially? How many times have I gone to a gym? Listen, I bench pressed um, 315 for eight reps on the incline in my heyday. Now, here's the thing. The moment you go to a powerlifting meet and they ask you to do a, to do a proper bench press. You, you might have not passed there. You might have not passed. They're going to be they're going to be standardizing the shit out of that. Who oh, knows? exactly. You, you, so you bring the to... weight down. You bring the weight down. You pause it on your chest and then you got the light to actually go. You got the green light to lift. And you've got to lift it off of a basically a dead stop. And you've got two people, one on each side with a light, either pass or fail. One might say pass, one might say fail. It's the same thing with squat depth. It's the same thing with the deadlift. You can't crank it along your legs. We've seen it. We've done it. Um, the fact is anyone can say they've got these great numbers, but if you do a push-up properly, exactly, yeah, uh, 80 plus is very, very hard to do. Now, it was interesting. We actually lighten up the test because apparently after you go through that first round and you get some fatigue in your chest, you have to keep your hands on the ground. Um, that's according to um, West Point Military. West Point Military. Yeah. And we said, listen, as long as your knees are on the ground, you shake it out, you might end up getting a few more reps. We thought just for the ease of doing the test, we're going to allow that. Yeah, correct? exactly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the bottom line is throughout the four workouts, uh, I've done them before and I thought my numbers were out of this world, but until I did them properly and standardized, which is why we put the testing norms in place on both of our websites, um, it's really tough to get these numbers. I mean, if you get 80 plus in the push-up test for two minutes, you're elite, you're pro actually. Pull-up test, if you get 26 plus all the way down, all the way up with your chosen grip, that's professional level. Now, hold on a second. Let's go back to the bench press. How many did you get? Uh, for the for the like push officially with me giving you a hard time for form. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for the push-ups, I was going, you know, at the start, I was going fast, up and down, up and down, fully locking out my elbows, and I could only get about eighty-five. I mean, it's it's professional level, but I was dead tired. I thought I was gonna get. I've done a uh, hundred seventy-five push-ups in a row. Yes. Um, and yep. this was this was two minutes I had, and I'm just dead tired at the end yep. of it. I'm like, I can't do anymore. Well, you should have seen. Like I, the first time I did this. I thought, man, this is going to be so easy. I plowed through 50 like it was nothing. And then all of a sudden you hit a wall. The first 50 is unbelievably fast. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. I'm rocking here. I only got 30 more to get professional. It's tough to do. Okay. Now, having said that, you are a uh, nationally ranked um, long distance runner. Yep. Okay. Sorry, short distance runner. Both. Uh, 400 meter, 100 meter, and 200 meter. What was your best time for the 400 meter? About 49, 48 seconds flat. Okay. You... If you didn't get something for basketball scholarship-wise, you would have been a track athlete. And we realized that your times, if you went into your peak, you probably would have been the third or fourth runner, maybe the fifth runner on a Canadian national team for the Olympics. That yeah. was a possibility, right? Definitely, definitely. Now, having said that, would you say that after about the 40-second mark, I don't care what you're doing, full exertion, your body feels like shit when you're running? No matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Exactly. You run one fucking race. And I remember you ran that one race and you came out of the race saying, I'm done. I'm done for the day. We drove you out of there and you puked all over the place yeah, uh, along the side of the road from one one race less than a minute. Less than a minute, one one track length around. Right. Should have been easy. But when oh, bottom yeah. line is you're pushing yourself to the max, it's tough. You're pushing your body to, to limits that it hasn't had. Hasn't right. Before. And you got about a 15, 20 minute uh, time frame to do this test. You got to regroup after that chest 
and you've got to hit the next exercise. So you talked about the next one being pull up and we've seen so much bullshit. So many people saying they can do these pull ups as like, okay, remember that video I showed you of uh, Stan efforting yeah, IFBB yeah. pro the guy's in unbelievable shape, shape. He's super lean. He nailed out 20 perfect chin ups. They were perfect. 6'1, 250, I think he was. 250 pounds. Okay, no more than 20. That's the best he could do. And I've got these guys who are not lean, who are 15, 16, 17% saying those standards are shit. I can do 35. Like, fuck you, kid. Come on. Who yeah, are you kidding? Yeah. Because when you go all the way down, listen, I've rattled out chin-ups. You and I do. Bit of motion. We do chin-ups in our workouts, and we get maybe, you know, 26, 27, and that should be the pro level. But until you actually standardize the test. Bring it all the way down. Our reps went down by 10. all the way up. Right? It, was, right? it was crazy. Oh, exactly. So I ended up being uh, in the pro category. I believe you're you're probably pro at this point. Yep. You know, right, right, right around the tier one elite pro level for, for pull-ups. Now, having said that, they can use different grips. Definitely. You can choose your given grip. Uh, I'm telling you right now, you, you choose any grip. It's it's still the same amount of toughness, you know, as long as those elbows fully extend. Number one, there's no kip up, no swinging motion, none of that shit. You got to go all the way up to the top in a controlled manner. How many people can actually do that properly? There's some guys who are friggin machines. You look at a gymnast you could probably nail it. I don't know how much, but usually it's a leaner body that does it. Some of the bigger guys who can pull down a lot of weight and lat pull down, they can't even do a few chin-ups. Yeah, and you know, if you're if you're someone who's gonna do these tests and you're saying I'm too heavy, these tests are unfair, this is bullshit, I'm too heavy, I can't do this, lose some weight or get stronger. I mean, we watched a we watched a video the other day of someone who was 290 pounds. I don't I forget his name. It was a Constantine something, the Russian guy, and that was in Stan Efferding's post. He was comparing the guy. He did 50 five chin-ups he, he, he might have been kipping up a little he bit. had a little bit of kip up but if he can do 55 he can do 30 no problem i don't think i can At do 55 kipping up you like i really can't <laughs> that was a tough. beast yeah. he's huge yeah the bottom line is you either get stronger or you lose some weight to lift your fucking self up. now what you end up seeing though is a lot of guys saying oh this test is bullshit you know what that's easy why would i even bother with that and that's such a cowardly talk you see so many people do that they're avoiding the test when they they got to stop lying to themselves yeah okay chuck the ego can do this by yourself like you don't need to be amongst friends to do it get real give it a shot find out where you're at now is this the be all end all test no it's just a test it's just a test but it's a significant test because it does test something with regards to strength and when you're working towards improving and using this as a guideline you're going to get better from a muscular standpoint your body's going to look leaner and tighter if you want to score higher because then you got to get a little bit leaner yep. with your food Right. And you've got to get your cardio up so you can last the 15, 20 minutes without puking your guts out. Definitely. So from that standpoint, it's just a test. But in some ways, it's more than a test because it's a valuable tool. And a lot of people look past that because it seems so simple. This is a grade eight test. Bullshit. No, definitely. It's, it's definitely something to, to look out for. Um, you know, anybody can do it, like you said. Uh, and it's it's not to get in the leaderboards. It's not to be better than the other person, although that's nice. It's more for yourself. You know, you get better from this. You look better. I have people on my program right now who every two weeks we do their testing standards and they're like, holy shit, I'm getting stronger. Yeah. And not only that, I look better doing it. You know, they send me videos of their official tests and I'm like, buddy, like you're going all the way down, all the way up. Your back is 10 times better. It looks, it looks it's super nice. And, you know, on top of that, you're beating your numbers like crazy. Right. And you don't do the push-up test for the sake of being better at push-ups. What you do is it's a test so that you can actually go to the gym and do your 
uh, strength band workouts or your bench press or your incline or whatever chest movements you do, and then come back to this standardized test where you see how you did before and how you're doing now. Yeah, the it's, bottom line is, though, you know, you're benching how much. If you can't push yourself up, that's lame, man. That's corny as right. fuck. Oh, exactly. And you look at something like a pull-up is actually more significant. Right? And that's why so exactly. many military establishments use it. You got a guy who's a big, heavy guy. Yeah, he can lift tons of weight. I had a buddy who could row 300 pounds. I remember I was rowing 230 pounds for reps. It wasn't a big deal. But if you can't jump over a wall, yeah, exactly. you're fucking useless. Exactly. Yeah, the enemy's going to shoot you down. Yeah, right? exactly. And that's why they do have that test. Right? Now, having said that, the next one was the squat. Yeah, the squat test. You know, two-minute squat test. We've narrowed down the numbers. Uh, we've looked into it. You know, I did it a few weeks ago. I hit, I think, 115, 120, which is beyond the pro level. I did it last night again. No motivation, no music. I only do? got I got 100. I mean, it's the really? professional level. But I saw you do 114 at one point in time. Exactly. And you were rocking. Here's the thing, though. Um, I remember back in the day, we would do squats. And, and for me, it was we did uh, 400 and uh, it's four plates aside, 405 pounds. Um, we would go all the way down, ass to the grass. I remember getting 10, 12 reps. And then we saw uh, Olympic athlete Ben Johnson. And he'd get under the rack and he'd have like five plates on and six plates. He was doing quarter reps. Yeah, you know, those aren't the full reps. <laughs> okay, and I'd say to Ben, like, what are you doing? You're doing quarter reps. Can you do, he could do, don't get me wrong. He could do four plates aside, no problem. He was the fastest man of the world at the time. But uh, he, he had an ego. And he felt as though his strength off the starting block would be better with this shorter range of motion. But hey, I could have put five plates on. I could have put six plates on and gone, gone quarter rep. Yeah. Well, maybe not with six plates. Who knows? But the fact is, if you don't go down in a full squat or at least below parallel, it doesn't count. So that's why the rep you know, doesn't count. You can tell them about you know the actual testing norm for the squat. Well, number one is you have to go below parallel. Yep. Number two is you have to bring out your elbows near a wall and your elbows can't be more than an inch and a half away from that wall and that forces you to be in an upright position going all the way down all the way up and the thing is you're not allowed to touch the wall either so your experience was when did you hit the wall the uh, actually you, it seems like you didn't hit the wall yeah no, you just kept going so it speaks to your muscular endurance for sure no, the legs are tough, you know. I, you pump out 70, you take a little break. You know, you, you just go by what's working, what's not working. You know, I had some uh, one of my clients get, you know, 75 the other day. Still a very good number. Um, but it all depends on, you know, where you're at, endurance-wise, strength-wise. Two minutes. Two minutes isn't a long time for a workout. It's not a long time for a workout sequence. Um, no, I got, uh, I got 83. 83? I got 83. And uh, <laughs> I stopped a few times at about a minute and 15 seconds. And then from the, for the last 45 seconds, it was all guts, will, persistence, because my legs were burning. My legs were burning, man. I got out of it. I couldn't even walk properly after, right? Yeah. So, you know, it is yeah. what it is. It's, it's a tough workout. Uh, you do it properly. It's really hard to get a great number. Um, and you know, if I'm, if I'm suggesting to anyone trying this test, you know, just keep going, you know, forget about that pain, uh, and then rest when you're done. And that's again, after going all out with the uh, push up yeah. and the pull up, exactly. right? So you're going to have some fatigue. And the final one was the sit up. So according to West Point standards, uh, which is what we used, um, you have to have your fingers behind your head kind of interlaced a little bit. That's yep. the first thing. Uh, number two, 
your feet, your knees have to be at a 90 degree angle. Somebody can hold down your ankles so you don't have that extra. Or you can I have guess, them locked in somewhere. Right, but by your toes. Yeah, exactly. By your toes. You're not allowed to lift your butt off the ground. Your shoulders must go all the way down and touch the ground and then come up and touch your uh, knees with your elbows. You're only allowed to stop at the top position. Now, having said that, if you go all the way down and you pause more than momentarily, it ceased to exist. You're done. Exactly. You can't do it. Um, I did this test, moderate paced. I've done this test, fast paced. I ended up getting, I think it was 46 the last time. I powered through the first minute. And guess what ended up happening? I couldn't even last the yeah, other minute. The reason why was, I mean, I had an extra minute. But the moment I went down, I couldn't get back up. Yeah, you know, bottom line is it burns out your abs a little bit. It's a great ab workout. You know, you're going sit-ups all the way to the top. You're crunching it out. You're going back down. You know, someone told me, I mean, if I go into my, my uh, Instagram, someone told me they had 175 sit-ups. Bullshit. 175 sit-ups. So the actual motion itself is tough to actually get above our professional level in that amount of time. It's almost impossible. The bottom line is if you can do 100 sit-ups in a row, that's very, very impressive. If you can get 80, you know, our standard is 65 for professional. If you can get 60 sit-ups in a row without stopping, very good. Oh, yeah. And this is what I notice happening. The guys that talk the most are the guys that are the least transparent. They're not willing to have anyone actually see their form properly and do it within the 15, 20. They love to talk and they'll do anything to bash the test or uh, diminish it or whatever because their ego can't handle it. For guys like you, I feel bad for you because you know something, you could actually use this as a real tool. Does that mean you stop doing bench press and squats and all that stuff? No, of course not. Yeah, I couldn't it's agree with test, you more. I couldn't agree right? with you more. And then you've got some people who actually own up to the test. They try the test. They do the standards I've properly. I've a few guys do well, it, Well, we have people send video footage of it properly and say, no, no, that's not it. Or try it again. Or we do the Zoom meetings. And what we found is everyone who does the test says, it was fucking hard. It was a workout That was not itself. easy, yeah. right? You exert yourself all out for two minutes times three and the chin-ups by itself. I mean, you might last a minute and five seconds, whatever. Uh, it's a workout. It's a workout. And there are some pros who can do it no problem. And that's why they are pros. And that's why we have a leaderboard for that. But having said that, I found that for me, I was pro in one category, pro in another category. I was um, elite in another. And then I was top level advanced. So guess what my score is? It's as low as it is. As low as the weakest link. Yeah. So the weakest link was advanced. Uh, it didn't sit well with me. But guess what? I've got some work to do. Got to build the midsection. I knew that going in. My attitude was if I didn't build up this big midsection, I'd look more tapered on the beach. Yep. And then you do a test like this and you realize you do need your core strength. And when you do that, you actually support that middle girdle and your back doesn't hurt as much. Um, there's some value in the test. Definitely. Where was your biggest weakness? Uh, my biggest weakness was probably in the pull-ups as of now. Uh, the sit-ups, I'm very close to getting the professional level. Um, it was all a matter of, you know, testing out for the first time. Uh, yeah. The other thing, you know, pull-ups, it's, it's all the way down, all the way up. You have to get the proper grip, um, and you have to go all the way down, all the way up. I've never really, you know, attempted doing pull-ups all the way down, all the way out, you know, locking out your elbows. Um, and the moment I did that, I made it a lot harder. Uh, it's all a matter of, you know, finding your favorite grip, uh, powering through it, staying on the bar, and actually, you know, getting your highest number. So I'm going to try it again. I'm, I'm sure to be in the professional level. But the bottom line is, 
I dread doing this workout sometimes. I'm like, man, this is a workout. You got to beat your scores. There's no, there's no going down. I know we, um, we have some people that we uh, took the test with who are um, high level pros who we're not going to name any names and they did score in the pro level, but they even said, okay, this was, this was good. Yeah, this is legit for a uh, basic test. This is legit. And it's nice to see. And here you are on the verge of going pro as well. And uh, of course you should score there. Whereas, what do you say to a guy who's uh, maybe, you know, 45 years old, a bit of a dad bod, who looks at these standards, which are high? Uh, what do you tell that person? Yeah, man, I, the, the standards are high, nonetheless. You know, I tell I tell someone like that or, you know, a younger guy trying to get in shape uh, is, you know, aim for your highest. That's why there's a ranking. You know, you could be at the bottom. It's fine to be at the bottom, but the bottom line is you want to just see improvement. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner and then you're advanced. That improvement, that that span of improvement is, is amazing. Or if you're 50 years old and you're trying to keep with the young and you got to accept the fact that this is a, a higher set of standards. Exactly. And I that's mean, okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, it all depends on, you know, where you're at and if you are trying to, you know, compete with the youngins and get up there. But you know, that's why we have these standards in place. Not everyone can be a pro. Not, not everyone can be elite. Uh, you know, you got to work towards it. It's yeah, work. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I see so many times walking into a commercial gym, you see these guys who uh, are trying their lifts. And I'll see a guy load up 315 on the bar. I, I sit back and I watch because I remember being that guy trying to lift. And I never allowed my spotter to touch that bar ever. Exactly. And you see some of these guys and the guys who are legit ended up getting 10, 12, 15 reps. I walk over and say, you know what, dude, that was nice. I don't usually see that. And you see the uh, the guy next to him who's got his buddy and says, it's all you. It's all you. And you see him doing most of the work. Yeah. The guy's bouncing it off of his chest. It's the same as squats. You see the guy loading up the plates and, uh, and doing it legit. You know, four plates all the way down, ass to grass. And you're like, fuck yeah, dude, well done. Yeah. You don't see many guys like that. A lot of guys are posers nowadays. What I recommend to those posers is, Try the test. It's a call exactly out. Exactly according to standards. Give yourself 15 to 20 minutes. Don't say, hey, I'm going to do the chin-ups one day and then the uh, chest the other day. You defeat the purpose of the test. You're circumventing the way it's supposed to be. right? Find out where you're at and who gives a shit about what other people are doing. It doesn't matter. Look at your results and use it as one tool to get better. Because I know you've got some other tools. If you're a hardcore lifter, you're going to have some other tools to assess yourself but this is real it's raw it's worthwhile and uh and and that's why we came up with this standard especially during covid times yeah, things are locked that. down right things are locked down you're not getting into a gym anytime soon and you know even even those guys who do go to gyms and stuff you know you're lifting weights um if you try this test and, and you don't score well are you really that strong are you really lifting a lot you know what i mean Oh, yeah. And you could actually use the test as a workout. It can be a workout day. Now, I don't necessarily recommend that. I like hitting the different angles, yeah. using different modes, using different rep ranges, um, hitting the back from various different angles, lower, higher, wide. I mean, you don't have that with just chin-ups. But I got to tell you, Arnold Schwarzenegger lived by chin-ups. For sure. Obviously, he had some other exercises. He attached weights to himself when he did them. But it is a bread and butter exercise. Um, again, a lot of people can't even do a chin up exactly yeah exactly you know so this is your uh this is your call out um you know try the standards test uh, it's all on the website uh, and we really want to see where you guys rank according to others and you know just according to yourself getting better looking better yeah and uh reach out to us if you have any questions about the test 
Uh, if you want to give it a try with some eyes on your your form, well, we're good to um, watch, observe, maybe uh, officiate the results and tell you if you're making mistakes or not, if you're doing it properly, because you want to be real. The only person you're kidding by saying that you've got 110 push-ups, unless you actually get 110 push-ups, is yourself. No need for ego. That's not what this tool is created for. The tool is created for you to actually see how well you can do over time as uh, one measure. And we love the test. We use it on a regular basis. Um, let's leave it at that. Good luck to you guys. Reach out to us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at Amazon.com.